Hey, wanna last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed? <laughs> well, if you don't, you should, because every girl loves it when her guy comes at the same time as her. At least I know I do. That's like the best thing ever. And that's why you need to get yourself some promescent delay spray. Their delay spray is clinically proven to make you last longer. And it's not going to totally numb you out. And it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they have a whole line of women's products. I use them. I love promescent products. I use their warming gel. That's my favorite product. They also sell lube and condoms. They have a sex toy section. <laughs> I totally recommend Promescent products. And so do 2,000 medical professionals. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon for 15% off your whole order. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now for 15% off or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Give and follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I also change people's names. You could call me from a phony number. You can email me from a phony email. I just want to hear your true story. If you have an interesting true story and you want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or email me strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and tell me a little bit about what you want to talk about. Now, if you just have a naughty confession that you want to get off your back, you can call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. I've been making episodes out of the naughty confessions that have been coming in and I give my two cents to them. So if you have an interesting naughty confession that you want to hear on an upcoming episode, call that number 347-420-3579. You could call 24-7. I used to air all those anonymous confessions on my Patreon. My Patreon is a really great place to go and sign up for because for just $5 a month, you get uh, all the episodes early and ad-free. You get all the anonymous pics of my guests, including Ariel today. You're going to see her in all her glory over on my Patreon. I have sexy pics of every female that's been on my show. You see those over there. I do monthly Q&As. There's some extra episodes on there. But also what you get, which is super fun, is access to my private Discord. And there's a whole community of people there having naughty fun. Okay, so if you want to go in and talk to like-minded people, go sign up for my Patreon and go into my Discord. Uh, people are hooking up on there. Trust me, they're all emailing me on the DL telling me what's going down. <laughs> I don't get involved in my Discord. I mean, I moderate it and make sure it's all on the up and up and everything's cool. But uh, it's super fun. Like I said, you get access to it by joining my Patreon. Just $5 a month and you could cancel at any time. It's patreon.com. Slash strictly anonymous podcast links to that and the number and everything are in the description. So anyway, today I have on Ariel. Now, Ariel has a really interesting story. Her and her husband have been together for a while. She's 38 now, I think. But when they were younger, she met her husband like on a one night stand. It was like a one night stand thing <laughs> that kept going. They were just kind of like banging each other and she wound up getting pregnant. So he wound up being her husband. They stayed together. She had a very hard first pregnancy. She talks about how that impacted their life because the next time she got pregnant, she didn't want to have sex. She was really nervous about the baby. So she denied him for a really long time. And he wound up cheating on her. And she wound up finding out. She talks about how she found out. He was so dumb. <laughs> and uh, she confronted him and she eventually got past the cheating. But it's not like their marriage, even though they stayed together, was great. They just like gradually grew apart. I mean, they were kind of like on autopilot. They had a lot of kids. 
they were working different work schedules and they were really not connected. She wasn't necessarily happy with their relationship so many years passed and just recently about a year ago her husband brought it up that he just wasn't happy anymore and they decided to change everything up and besides changing their schedule which was a big key factor in helping their relationship they also changed their sex life her husband brought all his fantasies to the table with her and started really opening up about what he was into and that led to role playing and toys and fucking machines and reddits and twitter uh videos and cum tributes and fisting and all kinds of crazy stuff and she talks about that journey like i said her husband was the first one to raise his hand and say hey did you ever think about this or that and one of his biggest fantasies was like watching her with another guy so they mocked up that scenario in so many different ways and would role play it and talk about it while they were together and she wound up realizing that she was like really into it and then they started to go out and look for guys and that's how they wound up on reddit and while they were looking for guys they wound up getting a lot of guys emailing them talking about their pics and how hot she looked and her husband realized he loved that attention and she realized she loved it too and so they got really into that they started having more sex and then they started taking pics and she bought lingerie and they started taking videos and they started posting that and they just couldn't get enough of all the attention and like I said the tributes that they got and they're so into it that they have never even <laughs> met up with another guy he doesn't even want that experience anymore he just loves all the play that they get from everybody online they don't have an OnlyFans or anything like that they're not monetizing in any way they just have fun on reddit and they're also on twitter she gives her shout outs for everything but they've also got into playing with couples and fantasizing about that she talks about like videos that she's got from women and what went down she also talks about how her husband fisted her recently <laughs> and how that was and how she learned how to squirt really the whole point of this interesting story is how just really opening up and talking about their fantasies and starting to role play has really changed the game in their marriage and their relationship and their sex life across the board fully a hundred percent she couldn't be happier she's a really good dirty talker okay <laughs> she's gonna dirty talk you through all their hot videos and pictures that they take and all their tributes and all their fantasies that they have and all the stuff that they live out in a very safe way i think their life is very interesting for for couples out there that are newbies that maybe want to dip their feet in the water but maybe they don't want to cross the line and open up their relationship this is a couple that hasn't even opened up their relationship yet yet they are doing all kinds of naughty things and having supercharged amazing sex because of it i do have hot pictures of her and her guy over on my patreon they'll be on my discord of course you could also find them on their reddit and their x the links to those will be in the description so anyway i'm going to be right back on with ariel Hi, Ariel. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So, Ariel, you have a story. I've kind of heard it before. It's a story where you were, were with a guy. I don't know if it's your husband or not. Cheating was involved and it led to you guys not only staying together or getting back together, you now have an open relationship or are doing all kinds of crazy things together. Yes. Now we do everything together. So, we are he is my husband we're still together we've been married now 15 years um and i would say when i first met him we met at a bar on a slutty sunday and <laughs> it was only supposed to be that's what they called it it was slutty sundays and oh, it was I like that yeah i met him like at the very end of the night i'm just like dancing with my friends and he came up behind me and started grinding behind me and then we um, ended up going to the parking lot and we ended up going home together. It just kind of happened that way. Mm -hmm. And I woke up, I think the next day, probably thinking like, okay, I'm never going to talk to him again. Yeah. And going into that, I had always been in a relationship. So that was like my first one night stand. And then we kind of would just chat on the phone. He would be texting me and we met up again. And it just happened really quickly. I actually ended up getting pregnant 
a couple months in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really early, like before we even got to fall in love with each other, I think I was already pregnant. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So that was, and that was my first child, right? Mm-hmm. So totally new to me. Now, do you guys decide, oh, because you're pregnant, you're going to get married? Or do you just decide you're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend? We just decided that we were going to be committed to each other. Like we were going to really take our relationship, I guess, to the next level. I didn't think that we were going to get married right at that point. We just kind of wanted to move forward. We knew we were going to stay together. Yeah. So I would say that into our relationship, like he was wanting me to have another baby. And with my first, my first son was born at 23 weeks. He was born super early. Oh, wow. You're kidding. How tiny was he? He was one pound, four ounces. Holy, what does that even look like? He was not even fully developed yet. Like literally. Was he stated? Did they keep it in the sack then? Or how do they keep it alive? How did they keep him alive? No, they, he was intubated. So he was in the NICU for four and a half months. He He was on oxygen and things like that for almost the entire four months and then kind of like at that half period where he was actual like baby size he mm-hmm. kind of weaned him off of everything oh my but God. I literally saw him like develop because his skin like even the skin was super like transparent yeah yeah I've seen pictures of it but it's always in utero like you don't see it outside of the body but you got to see your baby outside that's crazy and scary I can't even imagine that must have been the longest four months of your life and your family's life and everybody's life that's nothing more horrifying than that no it, it truly was and I think almost having our premature baby is what brought us closer together yeah I can see that we shared a lot of I guess traumatic experiences just the ups and downs of being in the NICU and him being okay one day and not the next so we definitely bonded over that and we became close and we had our own place and we but be you're going- at the point where now he wants another baby he's asking you pushing you for another child right how long how old was your baby when he wanted another one at that point, my son was already about four years old. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. But so, yeah, four years later, and we're doing all kind of the same things, just living our life and things like that. And then he wants to have another baby. And I was dead set on not having any more kids because that was just, I think, all the heartbreak or heartache I could take. And so finally, after some time, he ended up convincing me to have another baby. So we had planned this child now. And so I get pregnant right away. I'm super fertile for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Now going in just as a heads up, I have four kids. <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So we go and we have our second baby and I'm pregnant. And I think with this pregnancy, I was just so scared of everything that I didn't want to do anything. So of course, I'm not going to be partying and drinking or anything like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Didn't even want to have sex. Like I was nervous to do anything that could cause my next baby to come early. Yeah, that makes sense, though, because of what you went through, of course. Yeah. And so I think that caused a lot of problems in our relationship. And Mm -hmm. he would feel like I think what I've discovered now is like his love language is sex. That's where he feels the most love and I never realized that and especially in this time where we're having like our second kid and I'm pregnant I did not see it I'm like stop being a jerk why do you want me to have this baby earlier just to get your dick wet you know it's like yeah yeah (laughs) so I would constantly kind of like turn him down for sex I'd maybe give him a blowjob or here and there but it was I was just not sexually charged at all like it just was not in my head and so we were really stuck there and I would say like about seven months in to our relationship I remember laying in bed and I was going to bed early and he would stay up and he would maybe have drinks or whatever on his own like a couple beers at night and I remember him going and taking a shower and then going back out right ever find yourself craving a getaway from the boring routine of daily life. Why not indulge in a super hot fantasy world on 
Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of short, sexy audio stories. Whether you want to hear stories about two girls or two guys or a threesome or moresome or solo play, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions, and they also offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy the most is their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to the part where the action starts, you just click a button and it takes you right there. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, that's 30 days full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon, dipsystories.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description, click on the link to get 30 days of free access. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah. And I I stayed asleep. I didn't really think about it. And then I noticed that maybe two hours later, he comes back and takes another shower and gets in bed. And I think at that moment, that's what like sparked my head. Like, what the hell were you doing? You got to take another shower, you know, an hour later. Just oh, my to be God. Sure. How dumb was he? That's like the biggest obvious sign of cheating. <laughs> Right. And I totally remember that. And so then that very next morning I wake up, right? And he's still asleep. And I'm like, just having that feeling in my head. So I grab his phone and I start looking through his phone. Mm-hmm. And he had all these messages from random girls, like on dating apps. He was talking to like he was on a bunch of different dating apps right oh my god how many months are you pregnant though by this point i just want to know how I long you've been denying him sex months pregnant okay so seven months in it's listen i, I think it would be worse if you said one month okay because in one month if he had been right. on tens tons of apps already i'd be like what the fuck you work fast but uh, seven months in after all this time right you find out that I don't know for how long, but he's been literally on tons of dating apps, like messaging women. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. I lost my shit. Oh, my God. I, like, literally lost my shit. And because I think when I read the very last message that I could have read was like, oh, I love sucking your dick last night. It was so good. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yeah. And that to me was like, oh, my gosh. So I just fucking caught him. Like, I just caught him cheating and here I am pregnant with the baby that he asked me for yeah like I just lost my shit I think I threw his phone at him and that's how he woke up and I was like I'm done we're over I never want to see you again yeah and I made a huge thing of it I had told my parents because I think I just at that time I really did feel totally done there was just no way I could be with this kind of person of course who would do that to me And so I did not talk to him, I think, for like almost a week. He went and he stayed with his parents, hopefully. (laughs) Who knows for sure. But uh, so we didn't talk for a week. And then finally, we ended up coming back together. And he's like apologizing, of course. And he's wanting to work things out. And at this time, I've cooled down where I was able to hear him out. And he was like, tell me what you want to know and I'll answer you. So, of course, I asked him, what else did you do? And he never really admitted to anything else because 
who who knows if anything else really happened. He said that a lot of it was just talking, mm-hmm. except for at night. But who really knows? I'm not a dummy either. So then I tell him, okay, we can go to counseling. And that's going to be like the only way I would possibly consider working this out with you. Mm-hmm. you know? And so we went to marriage counseling and we were there. We probably only did four sessions. And then I kind of was like, you know what? I don't want to, I come from divorced parents. So I was like, I don't want to have my kids be in that setting. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of said, I'm going to drop it. Mm-hmm. And I have to totally forget about it. Otherwise, it'll eat me alive. Like, I'll never be able to move on with him if I don't just let this shit go. Yeah. Did it so, work? Were you able to? At first, it did not work. <laughs> Yeah, of course, it's hard. Trust when you lose it is hard to get back. But I give anyone credit that, especially when you have kids and all that stuff that works through it, I give anyone credit to go through that because I think it's really hard. Yes. No, it it really is. And it took me probably some time after I had my son, my second one, after I had him and Probably almost like six months later. And of course, at this time, I'm still having sex and things like that, but I'm not in it. I'm just kind of like, okay, I know what happens if I don't. Um, Yeah, I better fuck him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I felt more of an obligation to do it than me even wanting to do it. Yeah, that's sad. That's yeah, I got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then as things progress, we continue with our life. He always worked on a separate schedule than me, too. So he would always work night shift and I would work days. So we would not really see each other unless it was like the weekend. We were just on different schedules for years, years and years. Yeah, it was super difficult because we were not close. So for years and years, we lived like this, where we were just together, happy, but not connected. And finally, I think I just started getting tired of it Mm -hmm. and I started kind of just not really ignoring him but I I just started I guess I don't know how to really explain it I just was maybe like giving more of an attitude towards things less of a tolerance to deal with him I was just kind of like done and we had a night one night in the garage where we're drinking together because I never wanted to drink with him I never wanted to do really anything with him aside from family things. Uh And so I would just keep my distance. And one night we go to the garage and and I agree, like he buys me drinks. And so I go in there and we start drinking together. And he said, I don't want to live like this. And he said, I don't want to live like I don't have a relationship with my wife or I'm always alone. He goes, I don't want to cheat on you. And I don't want to do that to you again. But I also know I don't want it to be like this. Yeah, listen, I give him credit. A lot of guys aren't self-aware enough to ever bring that shit up. And they just wind up going and cheating because they feel that way. It's like interesting that he was able to put that in words and actually bring that up and say. Because, listen, typically it's the woman that winds up raising her hand and talking about the elephant in the room. It was obvious you guys had these issues. You knew it on some level, too. But it's interesting that he was the one that brought it up. Yeah. And he just said, I, I want to be connected to you. Mm-hmm. And I, and once he, once I heard that, I felt like I softened up and I was like, I want the same. I never wanted to divorce him anyways, Yeah, but I did realize I wasn't in a happy marriage. Yeah. And so I told him if we're going to make it work, there's, we have to be on the same schedule. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing everything all day long for the kids and you just come home drink, go to sleep, and you do it all over and all over. And the whole day I'm doing everything. Yeah. Working, taking care of the kids. And so that kind of worked out the way it did. And the very next day he went into work and he put in the request to change his shift. Wow. I love your guy. Yeah. And it took me off guard because he was so used to his schedule. He'd been doing it for years. He wasn't used to waking up early. So from going in like at three in the afternoon to now having to go to work at four in the morning. Major change to save his relationship. I high five him. Yeah. And so, well, and so that night we did it 
end up going back upstairs and we ended up having sex and it was like a really almost like of a love making feeling yeah. that we were actually making love. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the next day he went in, he changed his shift and he started that following Monday and that entire weekend we spent together. We were drinking together. We went out. We just focused on each other. And it just kind of changed my feelings towards him. Yeah. Seeing his commitment. So I would say as soon as he did that, which was almost a year ago now, mm -hmm. we are together every night. Right. Every night, whether we're watching something or we're drinking together, we like will go into our own space once our kids are asleep and we just talk, we drink. And it just started happening where little by little we started opening up to each other. And he's tell me things about your past. Tell me about your exes or tell me things about what what turns you on sexually and stuff like that. And I was kind of sexually closed as a person at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't a whole bunch of experience and so I would tell him I would be like my past yeah he'd be like so we'd done everything at that time we'd had anal and whatever but just regular sex and he's like did you ever have anal with anyone else and it's like well just my ex before you and he's like what would you be open to he's like I want to tell you something and I don't want you to get upset and I'm like okay go ahead mm -hmm. and he's like he had had a lot of sexual partners before me he was just really raised with that almost of that machismo background where they just meet women and there's no real anything. There's mm -hmm. lots of have sex or whatever. And so he would tell me like different things like, okay, I met this one girl and she didn't really know how to suck dick. So I helped her learn. And he's like, would you be willing for me to show you what I like? And I'm like, okay, yeah. Tell me what you like. Yeah. I want to do it the way you want it. Mm -hmm. And, so it just started off with little things like that. Almost every night, couple nights, he would bring up a new topic and he would be like, tell me something that you like when we go upstairs tonight and we're going to go have sex with each other. Can we try role playing? And he would say, like, I'm going to give you a scenario and I just want you to get into it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, OK, yeah, I want to do that. What kind and of scenarios would he bring up? So the very first scenario, and I kind of skipped through it because right before this, I was trying to really get myself going sexually. So I started listening to erotica, mm -hmm. like erotica audio. Yeah. And and then I started sending him the stories that I felt were super hot. I would share with him that same story so he could listen to it too. Okay. It was like erotic novels. And then he would start sending me podcasts. Mm-hmm. And one of those podcasts was yours. That's what we would listen to you. And we would listen to your stories. And then we would come back later and we talk about it. And that's also what helped me to like hear other people's thoughts sexually. Because usually for me, sex was never anything that you really talked about to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So we would listen to your stories. We would listen to the erotic novels. And I was really like in a good place actually where I'm like, oh, okay, I even want it. I'm enjoying it. So when he asked about the role playing, the first one he said is he looks sounds super hot to me is you sucking another dick. Oh, and someone else is not even his. Yes. And mm -hmm. this is coming from somebody who is like a super jealous guy. Yeah. Crazy. Like, he would never. So I almost thought he was like tricking me. And he's like, how would you feel about sucking another dick? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want another dick. But, you know, at that time, I was like, <laughs> oh, that does sound kind of hot. But I don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, you. I don't know how to tell him. Yeah, you always. I think any girl is gonna think that's a tr a trick question. <laughs> yes. So I was just like, like, oh, if we're role playing, yeah, I would like to suck another dick. <laughs> and he, yeah. So he's like, I want to be fucking you, and I want to see you sucking another guy's dick in front of me. Wow. And then, yeah. So he was really. We went upstairs that night. We had sex. We role played. I think he put his fingers in my mouth, and he's pretend you're sucking a dick right now and it was super hot sex mm -hmm. the next day we're working and he's texting me and he's like how would you feel if I would and I found I put up a post for a guy to join us 
Wow. He he was on a mission. He knew where what the end goal was here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? And he's like, yes. But the only way I'm going to make it happen is I want you to be wearing, like, I want your eyes covered. I don't wow. want you to see the guy. I don't want you to talk to him. Like, I'm going to be doing all the communication. It's just going to be like him come in, do what we do sexually, and then leave. You're so fascinated by your guy. He's kind of interesting the way his brain works. He really has this, it's a very specific kind of scenario that he wants. He's got it all in his brain already. And he's like putting it out there for you. It's fascinating. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to put a post and I'm still feeling like I'm being tricked. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, if you want to and you're willing to do that, sure. You know? And you were down to do it in real life. Like to you were yeah yeah I probably would have really been down to do it for mm-hmm. sure and so he puts up a post and we make a reddit account yeah and once we start that account like he joins all these subreddits and we see a lot of people posting just like pics together pics of the girl of course like a lot of nude pics and things like that and then we open an x and he starts putting posts but of course to put a post you got to put a picture so I ended up getting like a bunch of lingerie and he started taking pictures of me. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. You know what girls dig? Guys with confidence. And that's especially true in the bedroom. Remember back in the day when you were always super hard and ready to go? Want to get that confidence back in bed? Well, then you need to check out Blue Chew. Blue Chew is an online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. The process is super simple. All you got to do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical professionals, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to have an awkward convo, and there's no waiting in line. Your prescription is going to be delivered right to your door in a discreet package. Don't think you need it? Wondering if it works? Well, don't worry. You're going to get to try it for free for a whole month because Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. I've got a special deal for my listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use my code strictlyanon at checkout. Pay just $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code strictlyanon to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. When you say X, do you mean Twitter? Yes, Twitter. Okay, but now sure. yeah. Twitter is X. Yeah, yeah, no, I just want to make sure that's what you're talking about. So you're on yeah. Twitter and on Reddit. Yeah, okay. Yes. So on Reddit is kind of where it started, where we would post a picture and then he would put like looking for, I think he put something like looking for a male to please my woman and just things like that, right? And we were getting a lot of comments on the picture, right? And it was just a one post at first. And just me, lingerie, he did not show my face. And also when we were doing that, it was also super hot because I never had dressed up for a man before like that. Sex was just kind of something that we did. It was in the dark or it was never anything where I would put on lingerie and get ready for him like that. So when I started dressing up, I feel like things also really changed for us. That he saw me also in a different light. And, And so he would pick out what I would wear and he just started taking pictures or taking videos. And that became something that he also liked to do before we had sex. And then he would always say, is it okay if I post it? How would you feel about it as long as I'm not showing your face? And at that time, I'm like, okay, yeah, go ahead. And we would get so many messages and so many comments like, oh, your wife's so fucking hot. Like, you're the luckiest man. I would love to fuck her pussy or just crazy things like that. And he would tell me, like, that is such a turn on to me to know that so many men are wanting my wife, but I have her. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he liked that. And so we started out like that. And our page got a lot of followers, I guess, especially like our ex page. We started putting out like more videos and just more doing it for 
the content, but the enjoyment of what we get from the content. Like we can talk about it. We're enjoying like the sexual experience, but we're also enjoying the communication with others, I guess you could say. Yeah. To what we put out. Yeah. So like what, was were the, what was super- in the videos? What were in the videos that you were putting out? The videos would be like of me dressed up in like a song or whatever, some sort of outfit. He would be like slapping my ass mm-hmm. or he would be kind of like touching my pussy or it would be like with him, maybe giving him a blowjob or something like that. Just like short snippets of what we were doing anyways, like of our sexual encounters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so then he started getting me toys. Right. And we started playing with toys, which is something that I never had. He even got me one of these machine dildos, the ones that move in and out of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, a fucking machine. And yeah, a fucking machine. So he got me one of those. And I role played that night with, of course, the other guy. Tell me how you're going to do it with your sucking my dick. And he put the machine in me and he's I want to I want you to pretend that it's him behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wait, and he was blowing you. You were blowing your husband and then you yes. had a fucking machine. So it's like uh-huh. he's picturing you're with another guy getting fucked. Yes, exactly. And I, it was like so super hot for him and me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was really into the role play. Yeah. Um, and we also put that content out and we got a lot of feedback on that. Oh, that's so hot. I'd love to be behind her. I'd love that to be me. Yeah. And we would just talk about it things like that. And then we even started, I would say once I started really feeling more sexually charged, we had even started trying supplements because we would listen on the show. So my husband actually got promescent, right? Uh Uh-huh. And he gets the drink, he drinks the drink and he got the delay spray, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's, I want to last longer or whatever. And he has not even had to use the delay spray. He never has. <laughs> yes. Why? Because of the drink? Even, no, I'm not kidding you. I really think that drink works, but I'm going to get me the girl one next. What's the drink? Could you just say it? Because it's a good plug. The Vitaplex? Yeah, I think it's called like Vitaplex. Mint Mojito. Yeah, Vita Plus. And it's a drink and he drinks it twice a day. And I have noticed a huge difference. The fact that probably his dick stays harder longer because there would be periods where we'd be having sex that it would kind of go a little not soft but just not hard 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 yeah and now it's hard 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 and he lasts so long sometimes almost I'm like oh my god can you just come already because my pussy hurt <laughs> oh, yeah so yes I'm not kidding you and so he had ordered them both but he has not even had to use the delay spray oh I love and that now- I should start pushing the the drink for people because that's something new yeah. they change it it used to just be a capsule um, and now I know that it's like the drink. So I really should be uh, talk about that even more. I love that you just gave me a good recommendation. I'm going to yeah. get it for the women, too, because they only had it in pill form before. Yes. Yeah, they have it for the women and the powder. And I'm going to get it for me next because yeah. I really want to try it. I'm like, damn, if it does that for him, like I want to feel I had ordered me some libido pills that are, I think, from Ollie mm-hmm. just to kind of like help boost our. I just want to keep it going because I feel like once we connected so much sexually, mm-hmm. our relationship has never been better. Think about it. You're not just connecting sexually, like you're doing so much more because, because you're having so much more sex. It's all that talking and communicating about getting dressed up and taking the videos and then posting them and seeing what people are saying. And I've heard this before that the over communicating about sex makes you feel closer just because you're just talking to each other besides this, the, the sex that's going on. Does that make sense? I yeah, think I'm not saying no, it properly. True. But... That's true. And I think it's so awesome that we have these platforms where we talk on and there's even girls that will message us like wanting to collab and things like that. And I feel comfortable. Everything that we're on social media wise, we share everything. So it's a one account. Yeah. And that goes all the way down through our Facebook. But so and you'll give a shout out to all that stuff at the end, right? You'll give me yeah, information. I'll, I'll yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, we want to do that. But so everything is super transparent now. So all my previous fears, I think of like the cheating and having to be like the private investigator. Like I just lost all of it. So so when you say collabs, you just said, oh, with collabs. Do you do collabs with other people? Or is it is all your stuff that you're posting just you and your guy? So right now, everything that we're posting is just him and I, but we are in the process of setting up collabs. 
and now that's more with women. Now, have you ever been with women? Do you want to be with women? What's that? How do you? You know what? That? I have never been with a woman other than in high school, kissing my friends at parties just to make the guys make the guys have a good time or just give them something to watch jokingly, but never, I never felt like bisexual, I guess, mm -hmm. um, until I started kind of seeing more of things sexually, like just watching porn or watching videos on X or seeing other women where I began finding like, oh, she's attractive or I really like her tits or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so... At that point, like I told my, my husband, I was like, I think it would be super hot to play with a girl in front of you, but I don't want to see you actually do anything to her. I just want you to watch. And I would be okay having the sexual experience like that with you just watching us. And so he was really into that, right? Who wouldn't be? <laughs> and so he said, okay, how about we start posting for that? Like when we post up our videos, why don't we say we're looking for a girl? And I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And so we started getting a lot of um, messages, of course, like from different girls. And prior to us talking, he even at this point, I still have him like doing most of the communicating. I'm not one of those for responding to messages. I just like to read them and get hot off that. But I'm not one to go back and forth and talk to anyone. So he does that. He, Are you cool with him talking to the women now? Yes, I am because I see everything. And it doesn't bother me anymore. Like mm -hmm. I, I have no feeling, I guess you could say, of jealousy because I feel so fulfilled that I don't think of it like that anymore. Yeah, and you're doing this together. You're you're yeah. it's like you guys are partners in this. It's not like Yeah, something... and there's nothing separate. Like everything's together. Mm -hmm. We talk about it together. I can hear him say, Oh, did you see her body or do you like her outfit or what would you think about wearing that? And I love being able to talk to him so open and freely that I feel like it's just a whole different dynamic. So him messaging these girls back and forth does not bother me and he'll always even put in the message like hey this is a shared account my wife can read it too so we're both here and we'll both be talking to you and do you get equally turned on hearing what the girls say compared to the guys because I know that this is a part of the turn on for you guys right not just people watching but hearing what they say yeah no and I think that's kind of what made me more curious reading kind of some of what the messages say and a lot of the girls say oh, I wish I could clean her up after you're done and things like that. And that was so hot to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I would love for a girl to fucking clean my pussy like after you come in me. That would be amazing. And so our post that we started posting was like for a girl, right, who wants to play with my girl or who wants to clean my girl up. And this one girl sent me a video and she was wearing a leash on her neck. Mm-hmm. And she was like holding her leash and she's like, I would love for you to hold my leash. I was telling my husband, like, I'd love for you to hold my leash while I lick your, your bitch's pussy and clean her all the way up for you. And um, that was like, oh, my God, I want a girl that I could dominate in our bedroom and direct her to do exactly what I want her to do. And that's what I started looking for at that point. Because of that girl, because you got turned on by that scenario. She, she That was like a role play for her. She was the submissive. She's like, I want to be on the leash and you guys direct me. And she sent you a video of her. Was she fully naked with the leash? Did you see her face? Yeah. Was she talking? <laughs> you know, she sent me everything, like her face, her everything. She had said like our, our username on our X page. And she was like, I just want to fuck you. I think you're so hot. And I would love to clean you up and yeah, I can be your bitch or whatever. And yeah, she sent me these videos and that was just such a huge turn on to me. Was she and hot? Yeah, she's pretty cute. She has red hair also, super petite because I'm petite myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like five feet and I'm pretty, pretty petite. And so she was also, which I kind of like a petite girl like that, like mm -hmm. that to me is also kind of a turn on. Yeah. Uh, and so... I was super hot by that video that I went and my husband and I role played like fucking her that night. 
And the next day I sent her like, thanks for the inspiration. We really enjoyed it. And she's let's make it happen in real life. So her and I are kind of in talks right now about setting up time to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you give a lot of videos like that? Like with men and women videotaping you besides the comments? Yes, Yes. I get a ton of men coming to my pictures. Like they'll take a picture of their dick or a video of their dick where they're jacking off on one of our pictures or our posts. Oh, what those are what are those called? Appreciation posters? I don't know. There's a term for no, it, isn't there? Yeah, it now I can't think of it. It's like a come come oh my gosh. It's okay. I know that there's an actual term for it. Yes. And I always a come tribute. Or oh something. come tri- yes, I'm something tribute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And a lot of guys will even ask, hey, is it okay if I give you a come tribute? And I'm like, yeah, as long as I can post it on my page. So I love getting those too, because that's also super hot, thinking that you're turning someone else on or that they're watching you and stroking to you. I think that's super sexy. Yeah, I can imagine. Now, do you send videos too, or all your videos? There's nothing, is there anything custom going on? Or is it just all the stuff that you guys do together that you put out? No, it's just what we do together that we put out. Now, we're talking about maybe making like an OnlyFans just because we have a pretty good volume of followers now Mm -hmm. that we really feel like, hey, maybe, you know, in a way we might monetize this or something. Right. But you don't now. No, I don't now. Now you're just doing it and it turns out that it's a lot of fucking fun. (laughs) Like You guys just love it. It's like giving you guys the best sex life ever. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know how I could have ever been any other way before. Just have regular sex without any kind of other stuff going yes, on? <laughs> without without toys, without squirting, without having an orgasm. I never even knew about these things that now, literally last night, my husband and I were fucking upstairs and he was like fisting me. What? And I squirting. Yes. Like we're just open the door to trying so many different things. I have no boundaries right now. And it has been the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. Who brought up the fisting? Like, how did that come into play? And was that the way you wound up learning how to squirt? No. So the first time I actually squirted was when he bought me some toys. So he had been toys. And my favorite toy that makes me squirt every single time, it's the rose. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. No. Oh, my gosh. You got to get yourself a rose. I will literally squirt like in 30 seconds. I'm like done. If him like the rose on my clit and him inside fucking me and I come in 30 seconds or less. Wow. And And you had never you had never squirted, though, before this toy. No, no. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that kind of opened up. I never even knew what it felt like. So when I did it the first time, I was just like, oh, shit, I made a huge mess. I didn't even want to dirty my bed like that. And it was just everywhere, but it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the best orgasms I've had. And then it was mostly always, I could only really squirt like that. And my favorite part is, is that after I'm done squirting, my husband likes to clean me up. And right. that's like a super hot thing for us. And then last night, I had never, he, he had not fisted me before. Mm-hmm. I never even put think my pussy would even get that big but <laughs> yeah because my husband is like six two and I'm five feet so oh he's my like, god and we were just like we had had sex and he came and I was still super horny and he was like you want me to get one of the toys and I'm like no just finger my pussy and so he starts fingering my pussy and then I feel him like putting another finger and another finger and it was just feeling good and feeling good and then I started feeling like pressure and I realized like when I went to touch him I realized his whole hand is literally in my pussy but he's so fucking hot right now he's just staring at me he can't even believe it himself (laughs) oh my god this was the first time last night yes last night okay go on so so he just starts doing that and I'm looking at him and I'm almost like so shocked. But when I realized, I started getting like super even more turned on and I'm like, do it faster. And so he starts doing it faster. And I would say within just a few seconds, like I was squirting all over the place. And he was like, yes, you even got my face all wet. He was like, it was so much, but it was the most like intense feeling ever. But today he told me he's not going to do that to me anymore because he doesn't want to turn me into a size queen. 
<laughs> He's worried that you'll need two fists in you after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And so when we had sex this morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, does my pussy feel stretched out or does it feel normal? And he's like, oh, it's back to normal. I'm oh like, my God, that's good. hilarious. Would you want him to do it again? Was it that great or you could totally never have it again and you'd be fine? Honestly, I probably would want him to do it again. <laughs> Maybe if you don't do it all the time, do it like... Yeah, of course, because I don't want to make it big. Maybe not a whole fist, but maybe definitely more than two fingers. <laughs> but wait, <laughs> now, have you... Because, you know, like a big part of this role playing and all these things that you're into and all the things that you're trying, it, it all started with him talking about and fantasizing about you being with another guy. I know that at one point you put videos out you obviously never hooked up with another guy. Is that still something that's on the table? So we had been talking a lot about that and we moved from like another guy to me saying, okay, what about a couple to just a girl? And it's kind of come down to where he has no longer like the desire for me to be with another guy. Is it because you're getting all the attention like online and the way you guys have it set up? Because it's interesting, you did go on to Reddit to find another guy. But what you found instead is super interesting. It's like he found his way of getting his needs met for the scenario that he's into through just all these pics, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where he said that it just turns him on to get like those come tributes to hear the guy saying, oh my God, you're so fucking lucky. Like your wife's so hot. And yeah, he's like, now honestly, I wouldn't want to see another guy inside you. Or I would never want to see you suck another man's dick. That's my mouth and my pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. What's interesting about it, I think, for other people listening, this is a very safe way of playing around with these kind of fantasies. It just goes to show that you don't always have to cross the line and do it, but you can maybe enjoy it in a different way. You guys haven't really opened up your relationship. You're still a monogamous couple with each other, but you're doing all this play online and it's very satisfying. As yeah. And it's so satisfying that your husband doesn't even now need or want you to be with another guy. Like now he realizes this is really what he wanted and this is enough and he's got it all the time and he probably is getting tons of new tributes all the time it's probably like just a never-ending th- slew of dudes whereas it would be a lot harder to in real life to get all the action that you guys are getting online it's a very different scenario yes totally different and i think it's like he said the closer that we get and the more that i have everything that i need from you i don't want to share you with anyone oh really yeah and that I, I feel like almost I agree. Everything is so hot to us that we get to play with these people. We can sit in a room together and be chatting like with another girl or a couple and talking about sexy things that we want to do with them. And then at the end of the day, we go upstairs and we fuck each other. And it's like a safe space. Yeah, that's what I like about it. I think it's a it's a good way to roll for a lot of people. I think a lot of people might not be able to handle really crossing that line and opening up their relationship to other people. It just sounds like you guys went from zero to 10 as far as your sex life is concerned because of what you're doing. And it's not like you're it's not like you're not doing anything. You are online talking to other people, but they're not in your bedroom. At the end of the day, like you said, you go back to each other. So it's definitely an interesting option for other couples. I feel like you're going to put the idea in a lot of other people's heads that this is something you could do that's super safe in a certain way but still very much out of the box and it yeah like I said I feel like I could never go back any other way that like my husband has opened me up so much that like now I crave to also please him yeah and I desire him and I like he comes home and I'm ready like to suck his dick because I have just been waiting for him all day And it's a whole new dynamic that we opened up and like a whole new experience that it has changed our marriage. Yeah, obviously. It sounds like you've been doing this forever, but it's really only been a year. You had Mm -hmm. a much longer time of being disconnected and you went through so much. And now here you are, you guys. It sounds like two people that just met each other and are trying all these new things out with each other. But yet you were married for so long. And it's so interesting that you have this whole new life that you're living together which is amazing because a lot of times what happens is when couples are in that place that you guys were at where they're very disconnected 
they're not talking anymore. And it's just been that way for so long that the new life comes with somebody else. It doesn't come within the same relationship, right? Someone goes outside of the relationship. It's not the primary relationship that all of a sudden gets a new lease on life. It's typically someone goes out and fucking cheats or something. It's sad, but that's what happens a lot of the times. It's interesting though that you guys uh, came together and now you have this whole new excitement in your own relationship with each other, considering you were so far away from each other just a year ago. Yes, exactly. So it has been the best sexual awakening that I just want to keep moving forward. We just want to keep putting things out, want to keep on doing content, and then just kind of like keep that momentum going, whether we actually really pursue anything with someone else or not. It's definitely just our new thing. Fun. Yeah. Now, when you say, oh, we're you know, when we're talking to couples, besides posting videos, are you like FaceTiming or camming with people? How far do you take it? We, so we keep everything pretty much anonymous. There's no, any, like any kind of pictures or any kind of videos that we send. We yeah. don't show our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because we try to be really discreet about that. So we have, you know, talked with other couples on the phone and things like that, um, but we have not shown our face. Right. But so when you are talking to people or tributes are going down or back and forth, whatever you're doing with people, if you're engaging with them, it's uh, via emails or you are sending videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like video communications. It's on um, a lot of those apps that we have and things like that. We have a fake number that we use to talk to other couples and things like that, that we'll text on. If we're doing like a text between another couple, we'd use it on there. So we don't give out any of our stuff, but it's. Yeah. You have a whole separate life going. That's how I work my, my show. <laughs> so wait, listen now, I, I know that there's a lot of probably couples out there being like, oh my God, this is the perfect couple for us. They're safe. They might never want to meet up with us, but we could have a little fun with them. And it's, it's a great way, place to start. How would people find you guys? So they can find us on Reddit or they can find us on X under SATX fun couple. That's, we have the same username across the board for everything. Can and you spell that out? S-T-X? S as in Sam? S-A. S as in Sam. A as in Apple. T-X, like for Texas. Mm-hmm. Fun couple. Okay. Listen, I will put the link. I'll, I'll put the name and everything in the link, whatever, in the description for people if they're driving. But it's S-A-T-X, fun couple. And that's both yes. on X, which is Twitter, as well as Reddit. That's how they find you. Yes. And we'd also like for people to even just listen to us. We have a podcast too, Sexy Talk with Ariel. Oh, how did we, I not know this? Did you tell me? Yeah, that? we just started it. So we oh. both put out our episode one because we're kind of like bringing people along with us just to kind of see how we start our dynamic. And we talk about like the relationship. We talk about hot experiences, just different things in bed that we like to call each other or say to each other. So it's just a super casual like, podcast where we're just kind of opening up because we do have other followers and so it's nice to kind of like engage there too so where's your podcast on any podcast app but there's just one episode what's the name of it again it's sexy talk with ariel and it's on spotify only spotify not everywhere else how come just on spotify I'm definitely going to open it up to everywhere else once they start putting out some other episodes, but it's kind of just the platform that we originally created it on, but we want to definitely put it out there more. But for now, people could go and hear that one episode that you have out, right? It's on Spotify yes. and uh-huh. it's Sexy Talk with Ariel. Now, do you have one link that you could send me with all links to everything? Yes, I can. Okay. So you'll send me a link to everything. If people want to see you guys... They could go click on the link in the description. I love your story. I think it's super interesting, especially because it's it's very naughty and it's very hot. You're a great du- dirty talker, by the way. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's very naughty and it's very hot, but it's safe. When it's an interesting idea and angle for newbies to hear because maybe it's something that would be some t- something that maybe people wouldn't have thought about doing but they'll be like, oh, this is actually something that maybe 
I could do and it I could handle this because I feel like a lot of people couldn't handle opening up their relationship but this is uh, a little bit different well very different but still super hot yeah dipping our toes in that swinger world just to see how it feels and uh yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great, it's a really interesting idea. Definitely send me some anonymous pics for my Patreon, okay? And okay. then what I'll do is I'll give you guys free access to my Discord, right? There's over 2,500 people there now, I think. So you could go in there and definitely um, put links and stuff and tell people about all your stuff on there as well, for sure. I will give you free access to it. Everyone else signs up through Patreon, but my callers get free access. So I'll give you that when your episode is up. So send me your pictures, your anonymous pics and stuff sooner than later. And then like on Discord, you could post anything. You could post videos and shit on there yourself. And it doesn't have to be R-rated. But for me, send me R-rated pics, like sexy pics, but no pussy shots or like anything. If you show me your nipples, I'll just cover them. Lingerie. Yeah. yeah, lingerie, hot lingerie shots, like stuff like that. Okay, definitely. Yeah, right. and I hope I hope that the listeners go on and follow us. Like I said, we love cum tributes, so please send me those. Those are always super hot to me. They're, you're going to get a lot of cum tributes. Trust me, I have a big audience. <laughs> <I'll say. laughs> Don't worry, you're going to get some cum tributes because they're going to be able to go and check you out too. So yeah, send me those pictures. I will put all your links and stuff. And thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story, Ariel. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.